Oh, you were telling me about someone, a lion getting chased around a zoo in Japan, or a dude in a lion suit. Yeah, alright, hang on. So I'm going to get, I'm going to copy the link. Let me put it into the, the show notes section as well, so that people on the stream, people that have just started off the podcast, <laughs> would be like, what the fuck are these two on about? Welcome to the Hidden City Roller podcast, where we just randomly talk about shit. Maybe it's to do with off maybe it's not to do with off just discovered the off-topic channel in the L5R global discord and we're rabbit holing pretty seriously <laughs> so, <laughs> which was, uh, so i put it in i put it in the 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 recording zone chat so you can have a look okay I can, for people for okay. people listening it's in the show notes first of all this is quite great <laughs> so it's a picture of a guy dressed up as a lion, all right, like in a lion furry suit, and he's kind of aimlessly wandering around. And the caption says, "Japanese zoo runs lion escape drill." So it's like these guys with nets trying to catch the dude in the lion furry suit. Does it, this dude in a furry lion suit very much? I think captures the spirit of the lion clan in L five R. They're supposed to yeah. be vicious, and everyone's approaching them like they should be. Yeah. But actually, they got fuck all, <laughs> and they're just not very <laughs> intimidating. But um, do they actually do they get him at the end? It looks like he's sort of in a is he in a car at the end? He's in a van. No, I think he probably stole that truck and <laughs> bailed out. <laughs> the lion just, just jumped in away. and took off. Yeah. No. I, I, yeah. It's. I have the feels for this. This meme. I, listening tonight i got a feeling that the cards just ain't right i'm so salty must not give in to rage and i'm wondering what those rollers will say scarves to the left of me cheers to the right here i am gonna roll a derby tonight gonna roll a derby tonight gonna roll a derby tonight So I've been basically running a, a theme out of every clan where I take three costers and just cram mm. as many as I can in there with a few fours if they're appropriate and then just dirt cheap everything else like tons of attachments in the conflict side and it works for everyone so except like- mine because they just they they just don't have enough people that are at all reasonable compared to every other clan like lion have really yeah. good characters they just don't have many of them like and i think it's the first time i've really like it's always been a bit of a meme right lying are bad but um it's the first time i've really stopped and realized oh no no here's is the thing like they just don't have enough that's reasonable compared to everybody else every other clan it was easy i could just populate that deck and some of them i even had to cull right like trim it down and make hard decisions but no line was like oh yeah i'm at i'm at 24 cards i'm running 12 holdings and i still can't feel this fucking dynasty deck <laughs> what the hell mm. is going on it's really sad yep it sure is so that's like your cheap and nasty line version is it y- y- yeah it's not quite the same um it's sort of um cheap and nasty is cheap everywhere it's pretty cheap dynasty and conflict but um this one is um just sort of an easy version like you dump it's the same principle but you dump all your fate every turn on a three or four coster because they balance out can't be assassinated 
they yeah. stay alive for a they, while. They can't be assassinated, and particularly the emphasis on the three costers because you can include your humble magistrates to shut people down, who's super, super good. Mm. So, cheap and nasty, it's a way of life. It's not it just is, a scorpion or, deck, it's I a think, way of life. I, I feel like I, I was reflecting on why I enjoy that deck so much and why it's done decent for me. I think it's because cheap and nasty style decks are easy to play and easy to do well with because they autopilot like i don't have to manage fate because everything's free and they draw heaps of cards so you can take a bad player like me and you can get used to the deck and play it (laughs) and you can just do fine and you can do okay because like it cuts out a lot of the mistakes you can make in the game like overspending in dynasty and things like that like you can't do that with that deck it doesn't matter sounds fair i think i think that's what's going on i think is i've just found a crutch so i've in our show notes in like the chat i've now put that gif so now when i'm reading through the show notes to like to see where where we're on track or not i'm i'm running into that gif it's fantastic i'm a bit hypnotized he just so um, so aimless anyway (laughs) (laughs) uh so i guess a little bit of an apology is in order i think so for people that were expecting a podcast last week you and i we just couldn't couldn't line up a time mostly my fault i think i was sort of flying about the place and preparing for things that i had to do for work we just couldn't organize a time successful career bullshit grown-up stuff (sighs) well you know you you do what you have to right but do you have Uh, to (laughs) <laughs> in this case i did yeah in this case yeah, okay, i definitely did have to like uh and this week we have postponed just a little bit to see if we could get into the new restricted list and now that i've got a proper microphone we can actually sit down and have a conversation about it um i don't so, know it's was, it was a, it was a big list of changes i'm not sure we've got yes. yeah. got everything i scrolled through to. i scrolled through all of the changes and just had a bit of a quick read before this and the, the long story short, Spyglass gets added to the restricted list. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's bas- basically it. Yeah. Like, okay. Whatever. So. <laughs> I, I'll take it. I'll, I'll 100% yeah, take it. It's, you know, whatevs. Like, I feel like they're getting a bit too, a bit too liberal with the old restricted list, to be honest. There's so much on there that's not game-breaking stuff they're just pretty inconvenient to slightly they're using the restricted list now to slightly alter balance and and like power levels and i don't feel like that was the intention i'm pretty sure they said that's not what they wanted to do at the beginning like i don't know maybe i'm misremembering but i seem to remember it being no we only want to do it for really important stuff like tadaka i sort of understand you know and and just game well, Tadaka got cards. A, Tadaka got a technical errata as well as is on the restricted list. Well, that was two phase though, because Tadaka was so strong that restricted list couldn't hold him, right? So <laughs> it was. Right. He, they put him on the restricted list, and everyone's like, "Yeah, whatever." We're like, okay, the, yeah, that's lol. well, because because the deck literally didn't change. Like he ended up on the restricted list, and against the waves comes off the list, and the deck the deck that he that was dominating just nothing changed. Yeah, right. But like, I, I, I appreciate that move though. I like that against the wave came off the list because it's a really fun card that enables a lot of other deck types, like Shigenja and stuff in other clans. It's a really key card for that kind of stuff, which sort of yeah, you can't really do if it's restricted. So it's really good. But I feel that way as well about like Rebuild, for example, and about Spyglass and 
there are several others. I don't even have the whole restricted list in front of me, but there's probably, I don't know. If it was up to me, it'd be like three quarters to half of that list would go. It's like 20 cards now, so isn't it? It's are you saying... Close. Are you saying rebuild shouldn't shouldn't be on the list? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I'm saying I don't want it to on the list. Uh, okay. Not the same thing as should. Like I I think I don't know. Like I don't think it was that big of a drama to be honest. Like like you know I what I mean? Rebuild, like there there are rebuild the great cards have on the list actually because I think that if you took rebuild off, if you just straight up took it off, uh, then rebuild offers an insane amount of utility i think in a crab deck and uh if you take it off then they can put one of these other cards in right so um i'm trying to see if you want to oh no but all these cards in all seriousness think about it like they always like actually these two so rebuild and spyglass they quote as no these are cards that we are restricting um to hurt crab, but well, not to hurt. Hurt's not the word. I mean, that's what it is. They they use they use the word weaken. They said we're weaken or this balance. To weaken yeah. the current crab deck. Yeah. So yeah. okay, fine. But you know what else would do that without hurting everybody else? If you restricted steadfast witch hunter, right? Sure. Everyone. But is steadfast they, they would elect... witch hunter actually the problem card? No, it's not. But they would run that instead, right? And then they would run you, Witch you, Hunter instead of Rebuild. I, th- I think so. I think that card is bonkers. If not, or maybe, I don't know, any other thing that's like a key component of Just Crab on the conflict side, because you force them to choose that, which is a key piece, and it would bring them down a peg, or they don't take it, and sure, they can take one of those others like Rebuild. Mm. I feel like most Crab players would probably take Witch Hunter over Rebuild, to be honest. I mean, hey, I'm not a Crab me. player, but, but whenever Witch Hunter hits the table, I'm like, whatever you know but i am desperately trying to get them to use their rebuilds early in the game yeah, i don't I really care when or how they use their witch hunters <clears throat> yeah i guess just as a as an opponent whether, you know, whether like, or not it's whether or not it's witch hunter i think something that is explicitly crab um is maybe what they should yeah, be targeting I, so that it only hurts crab yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I see. I see what you're saying. There were probably a couple of candidates, right? So, Watch Commander uh, or a Mountain Doesn't Fall uh, or Fight On. Those are the yeah. cards I think that um, that I always, you know, sort of have a problem with or have a problem dealing with. And uh, they're the cards that I'm trying. I'm my whole play is kind of revolving around those cards. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, no. You know what? I didn't. Particularly with Phidon. I mean, I think I'd be inclined to agree. Because Phidon, to me, feels like a raw power card. Like, it's yeah. just so, so big, right? Like, it do, it straightens and it moves a guy in. And yeah. it, it can be used whenever you want to. And sure, it's roll-locked, but there's like three clans with that roll at the moment. Um, mm. So what, what you're saying is it would be better to have Phidon on the list because it only hurts Crab, what, whereas Spyglass hurts, you know, a bunch of different clans. Yeah. The th- they, yeah, I think also Spyglass is sort of draw more cards, right? Which and I, like, yeah. I understand their reasoning. I just think it's, I think I come from a point of play where the interesting deck building and the construction of stuff is, and the the doing, trying to innovate and failing desperately but still having a good time doing it is what I enjoy doing a lot, mm. and a lot of people I know are in that same position, like. And I get that the restricted list is really predominantly or exclusively about competitive gameplay. 
and they're yeah, not. Yeah, it's hundred percent just are, about competitive. Yeah, because if you're not, if it only applies to competitive play, I think. Uh, uh, maybe yeah, not. I might. Well, I might well, not be right about that. No, but you're it's, right. It's kind it's, of aimed at. Yeah. Aimed at that. Because you could have. You could just go to your friendly local game store, with a deck that doesn't have the clan role and doesn't have mm. or doesn't abide by the restricted list, and play that if you know, if everybody's cool. But I think I guess where I think it's contradictory to what they keep saying they want to do, and it's the same argument in a way as um, freeing the roles, right? I think. They keep saying they do these things to enable more choice because there's not just one correct choice. But mm-hmm. they do that by removing the choices for other clans. Like, I had a great fun deck. I used to play out of Phoenix with Charge Bird and Rebuild and all sorts of nonsense that I'd do, right? Heaps of holdings and you'd rebuild them around and do all sorts of crazy stuff. And it was really good fun and I really enjoyed it. And it wasn't awful. It was a bit ridiculous, but it wasn't awful. But that's no longer an option because I can't run rebuild with charge, right? To mm-hmm. do to enable the kind of stuff I was after. Um, the sort of decks where, like with Satoshi and rebuild, for example, any clan can have a deck where they try to get Satoshi, mill all the top to get the keeper initiates in the bin, and then rebuild a couple of holdings over if they want to, which is a good little gimmick. But those options are no longer on the table when you take away really neat, interesting, and different cards like that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, look, I think. Yeah, you're right. I think... Who knows? Who knows what the future will bring? Uh, one of the things I'm really looking forward to, actually, in the sort of recent-ish future or near future, is um, there's a tournament going on at Gen Con. It's, it's, it's called Elements Unbound, and I th- I've got to check, but I'm pretty sure it's you can choose any role that you want, as opposed to you can have a deck which includes role lock. Sorry, yeah, element locked cards from any any element. So I think it's the former rather than the latter. So but I'm really keen. Yeah, you can to... choose any role, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure yeah, that's cool. what it is. That's good. Yeah, I like it. So right now, in addition to testing like a competitive deck, I got to find just a, you know, a random crazy keeper of fire deck maybe, <laughs> or keeper of earth, seeker of earth. I don't know. Oh. Who knows? Well, it depends what's legal, right? If earth becomes sky is legal, then. That would be really so, nice. All on for Earth rolls, mate. Like, yep, super yep. good. But um, hey, now you... like, there's a super juicy Keeper of Fire Scorpion deck I've got in the back of my mind that I've been toying with for ages, just waiting for my time because it'll be super good. Um, I was thinking about Fire for Phoenix, but um, mostly because of that card that says you know your people can't be dishonored. Um, and I think it's actually yeah. worded like you can't become dishonored, a bit like Steward of Law. So it's a little bit more shit than I thought it was because you can be honored and then go to neutral, but you can't be neutral and go to dishonored, which kind of, hmm, I don't know, doesn't seem as good now all of a sudden. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Fingers have got quite a few more glory, like the Inferno Guard card and... um. They've got a few more glory bumps coming with cards that also protect them. Because you keep in mind that there's um those two Bushi cards that are events that give you honored status in some way or another. Mm, Purity up. of Spirit is one of them. That's the Phoenix one, um, and then the perfect cut for for neutral. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. are both really good. I mean they're bushy cut bushy cards, but um Yeah, so one of the guys here was testing that on Tuesday when we played. Yep. He said it was amazing. 
so if your deck has you know a reasonable amount of consistent bushi it apparently perfect cut is just great because i i'm i'm wondering but it seems like you win more conflicts than you lose right like yes because you generally go and initiate a conflict where you're confident that the outcome's gonna turn out in your favor so mm. perfect cut kind of just says you know win give you a plus two and then when you eventually win because of course you're gonna win because you were confident you're gonna win give you guy plus two uh, sorry give you guy an honored token yeah no i like it i, like I feel like win more cards yeah. should be like that like they win more but you still get something now like it's not oh no no i just i disagree i don't think it's win more i think that's actually the perfect that's actually the kind of card you want in your deck because mm. it helps you come from behind right so it gives yep. you your plus two and it kind of and it sort of allows you to plan for the future because it's giving you the latent effect of uh getting the honored token which obviously is only going to come into effect the next conflict that this person isn't part of yeah no i get it i mean it is i mean but that's win more right like you only get the effect if you win no, Sorry. win more. Win more is a card that only helps you if you're already winning. That's what okay, win more yeah, is. no, okay, I follow you. But um, yeah, I'm trying no, to but... think of an example. Oh, like uh, greater glory. Oh, for great? No, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe for it, greater glory. It, it literally that, that only one's works a bit more snowbally. <laughs> yeah, but it's a bit more snowball. It's like, um, yeah, actually, no, you're right. It doesn't really help you come from behind. You had to have have won and be in a good place, and then it'll sort of. Uh, give you more momentum for next turn. Or, um, but I was thinking, I was thinking the one where you attack at a unicorn, and then you attack again, like breakthrough. I think it's called. Yeah, that's yeah a weird one. I feel like that's that's win more. It's like I'm in a good spot. I've had a good attack. I'm now going to have my other other really good attack. That's yeah. that's all it does. It it kind of, but I mean because it like skips your ability to use your Sheatomian encampments and straighten effects, it's sort of yeah. pretty rough yeah, it's not to, good. to use. It's it doesn't really good. synergize as well as I think they'd hoped it would. Hmm. But yeah. But you're right. Uh, it is a good card. And um, I think I'm getting my pack on Saturday. Uh, I, I got One of the local guys was ordering it in, I think, from Amazon. Nice. So allegedly it's here on Saturday. So maybe we'll I'll have a chance to play with it. Yeah. No, I, mean, I haven't got mine yet either, actually. Our local stores. A bit laggy for some mm. reason. Well, hang on. No, you said... I thought you said there were a bunch of stores in Perth that had it. They did, but not the one I'm going to purchase from. And Ah, uh, I so, see. you know... And it wasn't going to be is where you need, for the no, events you need anyway. to. You need to spread around, you know, the love. You know, hedge your bets a little bit. Um, you, you, I'm guessing you just buy one pack and that's it, right? yes <laughs> okay. yeah. I, I i don't do that i buy three <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll buy them at like I'll pre-order with one store and then another store so i've actually got one coming over from australia from a store in australia and i've got one uh from uh the guy that ordered you know off oh no it wasn't amazon it was the ffg to get like the promo cards and stuff <sighs> so, don't don't judge me don't judge me i Dude. did order it from a store i am supporting yeah. a store <laughs> feeding um, the beast but i am also <laughs> i am also getting the extra the, the deck backer stuff i don't know why yeah. um yeah and maybe I'll, maybe i'll get a chinese version i don't know but saturday yeah well that way when you go to an event over there if someone's like what does this card do you can just bring out the chinese version give it to them 
safety. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it does. Actually, a a lot of the players here, our our playgroup is kind of expanding a little bit. Like there are some new people that are interested in the game. Nice. And they're buying they're buying off the people who have already got cards, but they've got like an English set and a Chinese set. So the people with those two sets are like selling the English sets on, so they only have the Chinese cards. Gotcha. Here's the thing. Um, I was playing with the playgroup here on Tuesday, and I was playing, I don't know why, I just kind of grabbed a deck off my off my bench and went to the thing. It turned out it was like four cards short on the conflict side and three cards short on the dynasty side. And it was like one of my work in progress, you know, that <laughs> didn't really have a whole lot of focus. And I got my got my ass kicked uh, with this deck. It was horrible. And I picked up one of their uh, crane decks, right? And it was all in Chinese. So I had to spend half the time on my phone looking up what these cards do. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I felt so in control. I felt so in control playing crane. You know, uh, yeah. I, did, I I I bought my guy who had no. I I bought uh, who's the guy that makes the the conflict zero on both sides if you win a duel at the end. Oh, he, he forces a draw. Yeah, it doesn't count. At yeah, all. yeah. He's so, a monster. Yeah, you buy him on turn one. That's great. Um, then you know he he initiates a duel. I think I, I think I had a favorable ground, so he goes into a conflict and just has a bit of a look at a province. If it was like, um, yeah, he goes and have a look at my province. Goes and has a look at a province and then comes home. He gets himself into a duel and then becomes um, honored and then he's a beast. Like this guy, yeah, I felt very in control because oh, yes. as soon as he's honored, as soon as he's honored, you got your voice of honors. You got the jewels. Even if you don't, uh, even if you don't sort of win the jewels. That's still good because you can honor your people with the stronghold. Um, this, the jewels that are in the deck are great. There's there's the jewel that's basically a cloud the mind jewel to blank your opponent's um, card abilities. Um, yeah. There's nope. a policy debate. It's great. Oh, so I just had so much fun. Yeah, now that they are, they're super super good, and the jewels are really strong. Like mm. I don't know, they just when you play, I, particularly I think Crane with the unicorn splash. Like, they've got so many characters with really good active abilities that you can kind of just run yeah. them into conflicts, do their damage, and then use all those unicorn move effects to move them elsewhere to trigger their abilities. Like, Toshimoko can attack in one mm. location, and then you just, what do you call it, the steed him across into another one so mm. that he can then use his jewel and just neutralize it, right? Like, mm-hmm. they and they're all like that. They all do the same really dirty stuff yeah really you remember, I, I remember in corset when um some people were playing around with jeweler's training and it was good but it wasn't wasn't great it is now great because your guy toshimoko even if he's bowed right is in a conflict jeweler's training your opponent and one of the strongest effects is bow in a conflict because it neutralizes all of that skill on that character yeah, I think um, as characters come out that have stronger abilities that can only be used in conflicts, which is definitely like the pattern now, like it's it's a clear push. I think Send Home is going to have more more juice, where mm. like because people hey, that does, are bad uh, can still use their does tricks. Does Jewelist training um, give a person Jewelist? Mm. I think it does, doesn't it? Does it? I don't. Oh. That doesn't don't ring know. a bell, but um. 
I don't know. Okay, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. It um, does. But the other the other card the other card that is you know really effective in the crane deck is test of skill, because all you guys are jewelers, so you're just looking at the top four cards and going, oh, I'll have all these events, please. Well, the thing is, whatever, like, you don't need to run. You, you need. don't need jewelers to test a skill. It lets you filter slightly more, right? But it's it's a fate and a card yeah. for two cards. So you. It, it, well, it's ne- a fate and potentially two cards for one card. What? So it's so test your skill says you pay you pay one fate and then you look at the top three cards. Yeah, sorry, you name a card type and then you look at the top three cards and you can take up to two of that card type from whatever you find. So you you say events and then you draw two card two events and one attachment off the top of your deck. Yep, yep. You discard the attachment and then you can put the other two in your hand. Um, and if you're if you have a duelist on the table, you can draw four cards. So yeah. it doesn't seem like a lot to draw four cards versus three cards, but that's actually what that's twenty five percent more effective, which I think is a lot. Oh, it's it's more the the dig. It does. It makes a big difference. But I mean, the the net number of cards you're getting is mm. is one ultimately because you're spending one to get two at best. Because you may you oh, may yeah, no, you no, may draw true. all three of your one. amazing compasses and and not be able to take any events. But um. Mm. Yeah, actually, that's a good idea. Compass would be really good in that deck. Compass is really good with all decks, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's card of the century. I just, I wish it was a spell. <laughs> I wish every card was a spell. Actually, <laughs> I'll just put that out there. Cards that are printed without the spell keyword are inherently inferior because they can't recur. How's um the uh, what's that card that basically turns every event into? A recurring spell the dragon tattoo that's been spoiled we're like turns everything into a spell what well it doesn't turn them into spells but you know the cuteness of how you can like recur your events so the oh, dragon tattoo it, it lets you like, play them again yeah you can you can play a card and then you get its effect again i think is the is the idea with that one yeah yeah you know what so, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go finding that card because it's quite good but that's the one that it's like spoiled but from the novella or something the dragon one yeah, Something that's right. Like You'll get that. like an alternate, an alternate out of that. There's been heaps of spoilers lately, actually, hasn't there? Well, it's, it's kind of frustrating because like they go quiet for so long, and then they just oh, swarm you. Yeah, it's literally called Dragon Tattoo. <laughs> Attached to a character you control, attached character gains the tattoo trait. It is restricted. Thanks for that. Uh, after you play an event that chooses attach the attached character as a target, play that event again. Play paying all costs you can choose new targets remove that event from the game yeah mm. it costs two and it gives you plus two military i don't know i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to test that one that one is worthy of some test toasting oh, i think the like recursion on stuff is so strong like this all you need mm. is to stick it around for a turn or two and like every clan now has got a big suite of really rough attachments that are like two costers um and you can only justify running so much attachment hate right like like what two just... cost attachments though like they always they always just feel they they taste really bad when i put them in decks they're like uh when are you ever really going to run this merlin like you can attach it during a conflict where you might be protected by something like a guest of honor um or or a master gishitoshi Maybe you're holding some cancels to cancel their let goes or uh, calling in favors, but it just feels like 
the the range of opportunities to use this card is instantly narrowed just because it's two cost. Yes. Attachment specifically. Yeah, I just I it's really strong, is all I'm saying. Like <laughs> you can do a lot with that. And most two cost attachments are like that. Like in the few times I've even run I've dabbled in the past with both Stolen Breath and Pacifism, like individually, not necessarily even together. And they're two costs that don't even do anything for you, but Jesus, they're strong cards. Like when you're yeah. running around and your opponent's giant tower suddenly just can't participate in one type of conflict, you're completely insulated and you can, it's great on offense. It stops them on the, di- like when you pacify a Kisada, for example, that's super good times. I feel like- <laughs> yeah, passive pacifism is good. It suffers from all of those things. I've in in one of my decks, I think I've got one of a one of pacifism. Yeah, stolen breath. Yeah, similar. The ones that are really good, the two cost attachments are things like shameful. No, sorry, mark of shame, where you basically mm-hmm. just stamp a guy with a dishonor token, and that's it. Like if you somebody lets go the attachments, it's like a an additional minus one. The, the attachment's already done as much as it's going to do. Yeah, I think that's a really cheeky card, though. Like, it should just be an event, right? Like, that yeah. extra minus one political for the attachment status is kind of neither here nor there. If you're going to have an effect like that. And it's the same as um, Hawk Tattoo. Like, really, it should have a different effect. Like, it should just work like the Unicorn Mount, right? Where you just, once a turn, can move into a conflict. I know that's kind of boring. Yeah, to have I think it's dangerous. Same. I think it's dangerous to print cards that are just like other cards, though. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel like. I, yeah, yeah, I you know where I I'm just, going, right? I do, I do, but I think you know it needs to be something like that. Like, don't make attachments cards that land do something once, for the most part, yeah. and then have that be the thing because that's that's not attachments. They're there for the long haul. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, attachments is equipment that you can you carry with you. You can use it again and again. Yeah, I get. Yeah, you, I get you it. invest I think, I think to get right. long term yeah. value. Yeah. So it's different. Yeah. But okay, yeah. so let's talk let's talk card value then. So all that stuff is old news. Um recent news at least to us, because we haven't had a podcast in two weeks. Yeah. Tell me why. Tell me why, because I don't understand. I don't I need convincing. Why is a new name, which is the zero plus one plus one crane void roll only attachment that oh, gives Bushin Cordia? So good. Why am I playing this card? And before it's... you answer I feel like the points that need to be addressed are first first of all it's it's roll locked second of all it gives Bushi and Cordia why is that important and why am I and I agree that it's like the same value like two skill for zero cost and a card but I still want you know the other the plus twos yeah fan fan times. okay yep. so Go. um I think you have to take the roll locking out of the equation because it doesn't impact the strength of the card. It's just how often you're going to see it, right? So like, I don't like yeah, void. Yeah, okay. I don't like roll locking okay. so much. But at the end of the day, if you're playing a void roll, that is irrelevant. You either play it or you don't. Right? It doesn't make it stronger or weaker. Once it's in a deck, it doesn't change its playability. Um, no, that's true. Also, so, also actually, um, the fact that it's a crane card. Also, I don't like that. Like. It feels like if I want this card, uh, it it means that the rest of my deck structure has to be based around the fact that I'm now crane splashing. Assuming I'm not crane already. I guess, but I mean, for like Phoenix, that's super easy, right? Crane is a very good splash. 
Mm. If you weren't inherently married to let go splash. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I have been thinking about uh, bringing back the crane splash. Putting the yeah, old man. mirror's gaze, mirror's gaze into the oh. deck. There's a two cost attachment that people, I feel like people want to let go of that because the mind games <laughs> of that attachment. <laughs> it's, just a, it's offensive. Just yeah. The mental gymnastics out. you have to get through. Now, I, look, I think really with Phoenix though, like Soul Beyond Reproach, if an in out of an air roll is amazing, because Phoenix have got some pretty high glory dudes, and um, also they've got enough honor and dishonor effects bouncing around as it is to make like Soul Beyond Reproach huh. and Noble Sacrifice just super super easy to to trigger. Um. I think it makes quite a big difference. But anyway, onto onto our new little void roll card. Um, I don't think the Bushian Courtier trait thing is super relevant. It's just a thing it does that might be relevant later. Who cares? But plus one plus actually, one for zero, I think, is really good. I think you've. I think you might have convinced me actually with this card out of Phoenix, because Bushi will let you. So if you play it in a quote unquote Bushi deck. Yep. Um, you could actually attach it to a Shigenja and then all of a sudden they're a Bushi and you can play all your Bushi cards, right? Yeah. So you can play um, the Period of Spirit to honor the, honor the character. And yeah. mm. I think any any deck that is going to run like a balance of Bushi and Courtiers or even one of those two and say Shigenja and Courtiers or Shigenja and Bushi. So out of Phoenix, someone, I can't remember where I saw it, but you know the um the yojimbo out of phoenix the hot the bigger one not the cancel one the one that doesn't yeah doesn't, doesn't bow, bow when if she's oh yeah courtiers yeah, or she gets her so you turn her into a courtier and she no longer bows when defending with herself oh <gasps> wow all right okay hang on i'm gonna i have to look that up that it sounds fantastic i'm gonna yeah, look that up so real, i won't take credit quick. for that that was that was somebody else's but um i thought that's really neat so they're the kind of weird things you're going to see out of that card but um, mm-hmm. while you're looking it up, um, I think zero for a plus one plus one attachment is good. It's super good. It's not as individually strong as a katana or a fan. I'll note that it's not restricted though, so it stacks with both of those. Um, but also, it's obviously more utility. You can use it either way. When you're running out of crane or even scorpion or um, on the other side, if you're running out of, say, uh, who am I thinking of? Crab. We've got plenty of three cost, not three cost, but three strength characters in a certain field. Mm-hmm. You only usually need that plus one to threaten. You don't need the full two. It's the same reason I I'm, I feel completely comfortable running Compass. Right, I get all that amazing utility out of it. Um, but I, I never miss the extra plus one from fans. So it depends on your deck. Like Phoenix's people are often a bit smaller when the little people like they don't have a lot of threes they've got a lot of twos yep. so i can understand how yep. taking that over a fan or a katana might seem like a bad choice but i don't think you'd choose you know i what? think you'd run both yeah you know what i am i am swayed i yeah. i agree with you this card is not as bad as i thought it was originally the chikai order protector does not bow if you attach this thing to it as a defender yeah that's pretty good. so good yeah. and there, um, there will be other cards out there that do similar stuff um that you you just got to find so um. all right uh in that case uh why don't we move on to the new stuff the new juicy that fortuitously came out today as we were uh recording (laughs) it was in the stars it was meant to be (laughs) 
Um, there's the, the new Phoenix card I misread at first, and I had a bit of a laugh to myself. <laughs> the student of erotica, <laughs> I thought, was a oh, bit bizarre. No, you're, not the only, you're not the only one. You're not the only one. <laughs> fucking hell, the, the Phoenix picture, have taken a turn. <laughs> you can't see what she's reading, man. It's like, no. why have they hidden what she's reading? She's splashing crane, and she's got a pillow book. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Um, yeah. So... You know there's been a bunch of cards leaked, like, online, right? Like, people have somehow managed to get scans of a bunch of cards. Yes. Are we the podcast... Are we a podcast that really cares about spoiling just a little bit of the student of erotica? Because we actually know what the card text is. Are we that podcast? I'm not that podcast, but I feel like you are. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's fine. Why don't we test the waters? Why don't we spoil this card? All right, see how much see how many cease and desist letters. Just see, we'll see how much hate. We'll see how much hate it gets us. Yeah. Okay. So the student of erotica is forever known, forever more known. Student of erotica. Uh, yeah. It's a two cost one one with three glory. Uh, oh really? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's a scholar as well. So it's the Shigenja scholar. Yeah. Uh, and it says, "You may spend fate from this character." to play spell cards. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's good, right? Mm. Um, you know what's really cool? Is it... Yeah, so I reckon you do stuff like um, Twist of Fate, where you, like, dump all your fate from one character to another and you can bank stuff, just, like, shuffle it over to her for later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, comic, comic twist, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. The... Uh, <gasps> So the other thing is that it's actually kind of flexible, right? So you can just put some fate over here, and it's not actually wasted fate. So you know my big argument against playing that two cost zero one Cordia where you get a fate when you pass. Yep. I, I feel like the big argument for not playing that character is you could not play that character and then have this fate that you would have otherwise spent on that character without the horrible restriction of, you know, uh you know, your opponent has to pass their conflict opportunity. Whereas this yeah. card, you can spend all of this fate and then you can still spend the fate that you've invested on this character, right? Well, so it gives you this kind of elastic... Yeah. Though, can, uh, I, can I point out that if you drop five fate on this guy... Then you yes, put, you can. Then, then embrace then the put, void. <laughs> yes, that's right. And then you fire <laughs> fires right. and get it all back. And I feel like I feel like yes. getting all the fate back yes. from fire fires was a thing they mentioned yes. recently. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Um, so there are people out there in the the Phoenix Clan on the forums and Discord channels and things who are actively advocating for embrace the void over. Um, Tadaka as the restricted pick yep. and it's because you can you, it makes your deck super fate efficient and your deck is already kind of fate hungry you know especially with the stronghold where every time you activate your stronghold you know two-thirds of the time two-thirds of the opportunities uh, that you have cost fate mm. um yeah it's really good but you're right you put this you put this one on you put like a an oracle of void <laughs> oh, sorry uh, embrace the void on it and you're like mm, yeah i guess i do what i, I want <laughs> i just and you don't even have to wait until like the conflict phase yeah. right you you can just buy this person in the fate phase and oh you can't oh, no you can't you can't attach the embrace the void mm. so maybe maybe you can do it in the draw phase but you don't have to wait very long you just just do it you it, like people are worried about like assassinating it well if that's your plan to just 
get all of that fate back through Embrace the Void. That yeah. is super good. And three glory makes her a bit of a beast as well. Like And a scholar means um, the little... What's her name? The unique two-coster that honors scholars when she wins. Well, no, when the yeah. watering is claimed. Yeah, when the watering is claimed. Not, Not even if you monster. win the watering. Hey, apparently that, and, er- uh, that erotica is potent stuff. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. Clearly. I've always said so. I've always said so. <laughs> Phoenix clan, master of porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elemental it feels that feels that feels like a it feels like she's sort of wandered into the L five R universe from the Game of Thrones universe. <laughs> That's right. She's looking at these scrolls in a lab and she's like, "What the hell have I found?" The image is yeah. hilarious. Now that it's in that context, forevermore. Okay, right. let's back out. Let's back out. Back into reality where spoilers are um, are normal and regulated. Yep. So okay. that one. So we were talking a sec. Oh, actually, you know what? We've just we've just talked about a Phoenix one. I feel like in order to be fair and balanced, we need to you know talk about another clan card. What clan card stands out to you? Oh, the, the new Shoju is too amazing. Isn't it though? Oh. Have you noticed that he's sitting on the throne? Oh, I've, that's the first thing I noticed. <laughs> and then, but the the flavor text in one clear moment, I'm not sure what that means. Whether it's not he sits yeah, down yeah. and goes, maybe I should be emperor. He sits down and goes, that's right, I've made yeah. a ter- I've made a terrible yeah. mistake. Or is it the other way around? He's like, oh, I'm just gonna sit here for a second. He's like, oh wait, maybe I should be emperor. <laughs> I'm not sure which way it's meant to be taken. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I I haven't been keeping up with the fiction, but I had heard, I had heard that, um something terrible happens uh, i don't know if actually why don't you tell me if you know what the terrible thing is that happens uh well so it's, it's l5r so terrible things are routinely happening but the main yeah. thing is that okay so spoilers for people that aren't up to date with the fiction mm-hmm. five four three two too late okay roll the clip statement <laughs> roll the clip no so um hante the emperor the 38 mm. the big redirect bowman himself um, mm-hmm. basically has a little meeting with his eldest jerk son, Satori, mm-hmm. and says, okay, and he lays it down and he says, so you and me, we're going to go on an adventure together. Um, I'm going to abdicate the throne and you and me, we're going to go off somewhere and like do things together and we're going to be a monk, right? I'm going to shave my head. We're going to contemplate the fucking mysteries of the universe, 42 and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. and then he says, da- so like, what is it? daddy, daddy son time. Yeah, and Satori's like, oh, stoked, you know, dad wants to hang with me, that's fantastic. Then the conversation goes a little bit further, and he says, and your brother will stay here and, you know, do the throne. And then Satori realizes, oh, shit, I'm getting, I'm getting dumped, I'm getting passed over, and I'm not getting the Emperor, he's off-handing to Daisetsu. Um, mm-hmm. Next minute, um, Satori has, has, yeah, right? Well, not like yeah. it's, he just blacks out basically, and he wakes up, and he's got Kunshu, which is like the imperial family sword, and he's like mm-hmm. just stabbed the emperor, and the emperor's dead. So Satori yeah. kills the emperor, and then Kachiko walks in and goes all like clean up crew on the whole thing, and all the scorpions jump to action, um, and they're all cleaning everything up and fixing it, and then you know it all rolls out from there but that's that's the core terrible thing there's a whole bunch of other awesome stuff that happens in that scene a lot of it is subtext some of it's not subtext but um like there are some really eager aramuros involved who's like yes now is my time but um Mm -hmm. 
it's really good definitely worth it's like the only one i've actually got out of my way to actually read um, <laughs> it def- I think when when it was released, people were were talking about it. It's like the one where when actually the emperor gave showed you the the power, the writ of authority, so to speak. Yeah. Um. So so essentially, Shoji's in power. Is that right? Uh, he was, that no he... that that depends because oh. um. So the way it rolls out is Kachiko goes okay, Satori. You know what? No, is it Satori? No, no. Daisetsu? No, no. So Satori... It's Satori and Daisetsu, right? Yeah. So who's the yeah. Imperial guy with the S name that crab run all the time? Oh, uh... Mia Satoshi. Satoshi! That's the one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So he's involved in this scene as well, right? Like, he pops in. It's a big fucking drama. Um, of, course, anyway. of course he does. Like, he discards yeah. all the cards to find the Imperials. Well, anyway, he, he accidentally discarded the Emperor. That was the problem. Oh, um, <laughs> or Rough. all the pro- all the provinces were broken yes all of them <laughs> you couldn't, there were these, couldn't replace uh, keeper initiates all over the floor it was a fucking mess he <laughs> 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 blacks out there's like this is an iron mine just randomly appeared yeah um, and it was too late because the emperor's already dusted anyway so the short of it is kachiko stitches it all up and says oh don't worry he died of natural causes it's fine and gets mm-hmm. Uh, and says to Satori don't worry we'll take care of you the scorpion are your best buds and they they fix it up and they just basically erase the whole scene and even Satoshi who sees what's going on is like you scorpion are scumbags why'd you kill the emperor and then she's like nah actually it'd be terrible for the empire because the sun killed their thing convinces him so Kachiko has gone don't worry Satori will be the emperor now then everything's sweet because she doesn't know about Shouju being given uh, the imperial regency of daisetsu oh i didn't know this okay, yeah so so she That's doesn't cool. know and she only finds out right at the end of the scene right, right? and then she's like oh <laughs> fuck like, my what, life what are you doing husband and wife like she's like why didn't that dog bastard fill me in on the plan first of all and then she realizes oh well fuck me he's got discard effects that'll fuck me up so mm. i'm gonna get wasted if it's not worked out and that's sort of where that whole thing leaves is Kachiko's like well this is shit alright so let's have a let's have a look at the shoju card and see if we can't figure out what the shoju card says like what, what is all that story how is that represented on the shoju card so do you want to read why yes. you, why so he's a courtier champion imperial so he picks up the imperial trait um, he's got dash for military so he's no longer fighting but he wasn't good at that anyway for glory so he's way more popular apparently um, mm-hmm. but your opponents cannot have the Imperial favor. So that certainly implies to me that whatever goes down, Shouju is now in charge. I love right? I love the way how explicit or how final that sentence is. Your opponent cannot have the Imperial favor. You know what really yeah. gives me warm fuzzies as playing a Scorp- as, as a Scorpion player is that I can do whatevs on turn one. My opponent can crush me and get all of the stuff and claim the favor but if on turn two I flip this guy and play him, they lose it. Yeah, I just, yeah, just, just straight away, and it turns off. It turns off a it. whole bunch of stuff. Oh, like He's... not having to worry about censure as a card mm-hmm. if you're already on the back foot is mm-hmm. such a big thing. Like it's yep. m- most of the time I don't care about having the favor myself. I just don't want you to have it. Yeah, that's right. And once Shoji's on the table, uh, I don't actually. Does Scorpion have a bunch of ready effects? 
I guess if you're playing about a Kyun Bayushi. Kyun Bayushi, their stronghold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what else that, have they is, got? That's kind of it, though, right? Um, Feels like it. Yes. They do not anyway. have much else. But they've, you know, you just splash them from but, elsewhere. There's always yeah. stuff. And you've still got a good chance of just keeping the favour. Like, just getting the favour. Because he's full, full bloody glory. Oh, you'd, I mean, if he's if you manage to honour him, which is not, I suppose, that easy, but um, if you just get, you know, that's 11 <laughs> political swinging yeah. at you every turn. It's not super fun. But his it's ability, more... the reaction that has to go off every turn. Oh, okay, yeah. So good, right? So every turn, forced reaction, after the conflict phase begins, everyone draws two cards, loses one honour. So the whole game just gets thrown into a timer. It just Can hyper- you say Scorpion Mill? Well, that, but that's already a thing. Like Remedy had that going for a while consistently. He did really well, and this just kicks it into overdrive. Lose one every turn and draw two. And if you're running that yeah. out of open hand, then you're, and you're running <laughs> backhanded compliments, you're pretty well guaranteed that you're not going to be the first one to dishonor out, right? <laughs> like when you all get really low, well, someone else is wearing that. Yeah. I feel like Scorpion were already never in danger of being the first people to honor out. Um, all right. Okay. Ishi showed you. So, you know what, actually, the thing that I really want to, uh, I really feel like this card is telling me is that characters are getting more and more powerful. Are you still with me, by the way? Yeah, man. Okay. It's just real quiet. We had oh, a I wasn't sure whether you had disconnected. Anyway, uh, characters are getting more and more powerful. So, can you imagine what the next version of Hidekasada is going to be like? You know? Or Did, the next... Yeah, I think they... I don't know about more powerful necessarily. I feel like they're getting more specialised. Which I guess mm. in a certain context is more powerful. But like, this showed you on paper looks way more powerful, right? But out of Scorpion, yeah, Four yeah. Glory is a monster liability. Like you is don't have a, well, you don't have a lot of honor effects, and you've got a lot of dishonor yourself to do. Like you don't want to be using your forged edict with this shoju, right? <laughs> like you're shutting him right yeah, down to true. three. Um, and the force reaction is the same effect on you and your opponent. Like everyone wears it. I feel like- I feel like and, dishonoring Shoju today is still great. Like I love, I love seeing dishonored Shoju's because uh, he's literally like a zero three or a zero four, something like that. It, it takes him down to a one five that can give you negative two political okay. and still kill your people. Yeah. Like he's a beast. Like he's I don't know one one five doesn't seem like much. Well, he's technically I suppose a one. He's a three nine normally functionally, or he's a three or a one seven if you dishonor him once he triggers his ability right so yeah yeah fair. super super good um but yeah no look i i'm a big fan of of this one i especially like the dash in military so you can't freaking duel him and stuff with all the dirty yeah which jewels which jewels are you worried about though oh the cancel like oh yeah okay that's yeah, a big cancel. one toshimoko the, i was thinking of i was thinking of jeweler's training toshimoko yeah. Yeah, auto neutralized jewel. What's his name? Um, Raitsugu. Um, there's a there's a lot yeah, okay. out there, Didn't and they're, they're a I pain. guess I guess I guess I should have thought about that one a bit harder. <laughs> yeah. No, there is there's there's quite a number that are super potent, 
Um, and so long as they're not catching you by surprise, you can manage them. But um, that's the trick, though, in it, making sure they don't catch you by surprise. If you see dragon, yeah. yeah, you just need to sort of know, need to know enough to, to estimate what's coming your way. So, um, all right. So, um, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of other spoilers that have sort of come out today, but I think they would probably be covered by other podcasts more learned than we. Yeah, I guess the gallant quartermaster makes me mad. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you see, yeah, yeah. You wanted to talk about that one? Um, which, uh, hang on, it just—it's completely unnecessary. <laughs> gallant quartermaster makes you mad. Okay, so it's a one zero one with one glory, Cordia. Yeah. Uh, interrupt. When this character is sacrificed, gain two fates. What's wrong with like, that? Like, why do crab need more fate boosts and stuff? Like, they're just trying to hammer them. Like, Crab don't need any more juice for their sacrifice decks. Like this is ridiculous. Like functionally, you know, I think I think this card is telegraphing something. This card is telegraphing that Iron Mine and Reprieve are going to go on the restricted list, and so for Crab to continue their immortal, you know, theme, they're actually just <laughs> going to need a giant pile of fates. You know, you're going to need three core sets worth of fate tokens so that you can support a crab clan deck so that instead of putting iron mines and reprieves on people you can just you know pick up a fistful of fate and bury your character in it that's what i think they're doing yeah well look i don't know i like that theme <laughs> i just it's so strong like i just i wish it wasn't as potent as it is but i really like the idea that crab are these stoic guys that like just won't go down yeah. they just fight forever and they'll just keep going but i feel like it's yeah, the implementation is a little rough. Yeah, the 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 theme, right? Thematically sounds great, you know. Mm. But um, the whole the whole one of the core mechanics of the game is that temporariness. You know, people go away when their destiny is fulfilled. Crab's destiny is never fulfilled, so they never go away. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, anyway, I'm not gonna I'm not yeah. gonna gripe. I mean, it's it's the way Crab play. You've got to find ways to to play around that or play with Actually, that. it wasn't on our list but i wouldn't mind speaking just a minute about the um the same article that restricted spy list you spoke a bit about mm. telegraphing so it's not even telegraphing it's a, a, a straight up shot across the bow to other clans <laughs> from tyler where he just lays out his hit list after the spyglass and he goes don't abuse these cards or they're going on the list <laughs> did you catch that he's yeah, like yeah, here's did. what's up fine I'm, I'm watching should we, you guys. Should we, should we read a little bit of verbatim, or? Well, we can we can rattle them off, right? So, I think you don't need right. you don't want to sit here and read an article, but like, so watch commander fight on mountain does not fall and reprieve all the crab cards he mentioned, but um, where's the don't... balance? What does he mention? Okay, so further so... down, right down the bottom, under a fine balance in that article, which we'll link. Mm. Um, so he mentions explicitly Daidoji Uji, and like that was always going to happen, right? So Daidoji Uji is is being watched for for danger. Um, Miramoto's Day Show, which I th I think should have been on this list now instead of Spyglass. Um, you wouldn't that, be the only one because that card completely transforms games. It's warping and it shuts people down. It's super duper strong, and it, it would get play even if it's restricted. I think is how you know it belongs on that list. Mm -hmm. um and they've even he's even mentioned kb and open hand for the scorpion boxes 
So this, to be fair, this section of the article, while it does mention a whole bunch of powerful cards, and I think there is the the hint of like, you know, I'm watching these. You know, yeah. every clan has powerful cards we're looking into to 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 maintain this balance. But I think that he's referencing those. Uh, just just to kind of illustrate that we he's got there's a couple of different variants of um, scorpion yeah. that are very very strong yeah and, and don't get me wrong like, I don't think it's hard to know because like there were so many changes at the same time like we've had so many packs come out and the roles all changed and then the restricted list changed and the errata happened and all that was within like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. So, but suddenly, at the other end of that, these really quite strong Scorpion dedicated Dishonor decks emerged, and there's a few different variants. Um, and yeah, at least, yeah, yeah, yeah there there's is. a couple, and they're they're quite good, um, and they're routinely winning quite significant events. But um, so it's hard to know exactly which combination of those things made a difference, or if it was just all of them together. You know, like the stars just aligned, and off it went. Which I think is probably good. I like having a Dishonored deck out there. Um, having like five rings for me has always been a really good game because of the multiple win conditions, like the multiple ways you can take home victory and you can build different ways. And so, because there are so many different ways to win, your opponent has to, mm. whilst they're building their deck, manage all of those. And when playing, keep yeah, them all solve, in mind. Solve the puzzle until they know what you're up to and then they can mm-hmm. you know drive it home but um i did like at the end though i think he was looking for a way to reference everybody and how strong they are and all he could muster for lion was that they're doing quite well by running forge deep yeah, with the scorpion allies yeah yeah <laughs> thought oh <laughs> come on dude yeah. so well you know what, what he's if, saying is if, of all the stuff that he... lion have automatically dishonoring their courtiers is where their core strength lies at the moment <laughs> which i thought was freaking <laughs> hilarious but um oh actually okay all right hang on so yes he did say all of those things um remember that he's he was on the live stream recently as well so there were a bunch of things that were said out of that yeah i missed and that one of them one of them was uh let me read through my notes uh 28 winter court championship deck is coming out crane deck that's the crane deck that won was last year uh tyler said on the stream that the lion clan pack uh was a july slash august so that's kind of promising i mean don't get me wrong I've, you got to take this kind of stuff with a grain of salt given the the crane clan pack in the uk and things like that but yeah well. it's not that far away it's like weeks you know just a couple of weeks before the lion get potentially a whole bunch of tools and the clan packs have been really great for the clans. They have. I mean, but yeah. you never know. They're, they're always really good for the playability of the clan, but not necessarily mm. the power. Like, Scorpion's clan pack didn't really increase their odds. It gave them a very different way to play. Um, yeah. yeah. So that that was the key. Like, I think that was very distinct. And also keep in mind that there tend to be cards in every clan pack um, not tend to be there are cards in every clan pack for every other clan that are distinctly a kind of counter to that clan's themes so maybe sure. what i expect is um to counter lion's themes you might get like a crab card where they blow up their own provinces since lion's themes are losing 
the counter theme would be <laughs> crab theme is losing yeah, it is <laughs> so lion's theme is losing the game and so cards that Hang counter on. that theme would be crab lose the game instead to stick it to lion and take their theme that oh, would be great how it works okay all right yeah uh so i i I don't disagree i don't disagree but i think the clan pack is going to give some new life to lion there's some cards in here that i'm personally looking forward to playing like voice of the ancestors i really want to like this guy it's like having two um two spirit callers i think on the table so this guy takes a lion character from your discard pile and pastes them onto a character that's already in play. So take yeah. your, you know, Okoto Tutori and just slam a 6-3 onto something that's already in play. I, I understand. Or is it non-unique? But, Can I... You know. No, no, it's it's fine. But um, you were saying just a few minutes ago that two-cost attachments were too much. So now you're talking about slamming a four-cost Tutori attachment on a guy <laughs> and having that what's, be amazing. No, no, no. So... This guy, this guy, Voice of the Ancestors, it's not an event, it's a character. So you bring him into play, he just kind of sits on the table. I don't think he needs to be attached. Is this not the guy that attaches them to people for one cost less? Uh, He's like the, the four cost oh, of three, three. Does, oh, it does. I thought it was just yeah. free. So no, there no, you go. You pay, so, but, no, no, if you, if you take, though, like Matsu Berserker, for example, would be a plus three yeah. military attachment for free. Yeah. Not not terrible. I mean, anything free is not bad, and they're not restricted. You can only have one per guy, but whatevs. Um, yeah, I think I think this guy is actually kind of good. Oh, he is. Um, and Lion need extra shugs as well. Like, they've got some pretty neat spells and some good solid bodies at the high end. They just mm. need some more Shigenja to sort of round that out and um make it work so i don't think he's not going to be enough but um it's no, a step in the no, right direction but i think yeah i think there's definitely there's there's bolstering you know and an increased robustness that i think that clan pack's going to bring to lion and i don't think lion are actually like shit tier. i know we had a bit of a go at them at the start but <laughs> um you know it's they're definitely not the strongest clan but I got a lion deck. I got the lion deck with the scorpion splash. It's fucking a blast to play, and it, it takes games from people, you know. Yeah, I think I'm most looking forward to the new box at a lion. That's mm. my key. That thirteen starting honor is super juicy. Yeah, when you, I think you, you and the WA guys were like chatting on Facebook today, and somebody mentioned the eleven starting influence for the uh, the dragon the box. box. I'm like. Yeah, that's I don't, that's interesting. Like influence, that's a very interesting stat to kind of play with, because I feel like too far, you know, too much uh, influence, and you can really start um, bringing in a lot of power from other clans. Yeah, because it's interesting though, because you're not going to get you're not going to see anything different out of more influence. You're just going to see more of it. Yeah. Yeah, but imagine like there's a whole bunch of three influence cost cards, or or even the four influence cost cards, that at the moment don't really seem like they're, you know, really worth the four influence. But the three influence cost cards, like display of power and stuff, 
um yeah you get more of those those are really powerful good cards plus any any sort of other filler things that you might want more i guess what i'm saying is more influence is a is a stat that you know small changes can actually dramatically increase in power level because you can include one more of a particularly powerful card meaning more consistency yeah no i'm with you i dig it uh, what else do they say on the stream? Let me just uh, go back to the notes. I'll quickly yeah. quickly finish that off. Uh, Dude, I keep sitting this Japanese zoo lion escape <laughs> run thing fucking meme. The escape it's drill. so distracting. <laughs> it's yeah. still just just going. He keeps pushing over the guards, and he he like runs at the screen right where <laughs> they're like trying to catch him directly into one of the the guard people, and he like bowls him over. Yeah. Which is exactly what a lion would do, right? Like, if a lion was attacking, he would just, like, bump into you. You know? <laughs> Not at all maul you to death. Certainly <laughs> um, not the lions uh, we are aware of. Uh, the Emperor's Legion, that's the Lion Clan pack. Da -da -da -da. So he said that Dragon and Crab were uh, going to be before the end of the year. We kind of knew this, I think, already. Um, he said that in the next cycle, the packs are each apparently going to have like a different theme. So pack one is like Bushi themed. Yep. yep. Uh, pack two is elemental sort of roll locked cards. Personally, I hope that's where the Shigenja all come in. Cause that's my jam. Well, that's earth pack sky, right? In that one. I really hope so. I mean, if it's, if it's roll locked cards, then yeah, that's probably where it's going to come in. It's yeah. probably not going to be available for Gen Con, is it? Certainly not going to be legal. Well, it's not like we have a roll, an earth roll or anything. An Earth roll at the moment, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so this is where it gets interesting. Crane, th uh, sorry, Pack Three. He uh, he kind of talks about this Crane Civil War. I think one of the things that he said on the on the uh, live stream was that each clan had a kind of division in it. There were like factions in the clan that were kind of fighting. Yep. I thought that was kind of interesting. Is it? So what would they? So you've got, obviously, the crane of the two sides of Satsume's death. So Hotaru mm -hmm. and her brother both fighting over what they should do about his death slash murder slash whatever. In the Scorpion, yeah. you've now got Kachiko v. Shouju. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in Lion, you've got Taturi's side. And then... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Yeah. But, the hus the wife of Katuri's brother who died and is angry that he's a jerk. Yeah. Um, and isn't doing it right. So what else they got? Like Dragon, where's their schism? I don't know. Dragon are getting another champion. Like a card with the champion keyword printed on it. Saw that. That's super random. I wonder if she's like the Ruby champion or the Topaz champion or some something like that. Like one of the random little champions. She'd have to be. Like she's not the clan champion. I mean, she can fight mm. Tagashi if she wants to, but it's not going to go well. That that I think that brings him up to three, right? Tagashi, uh, Satomi, the one that starts with S. Yeah, Tagasha, the... somebody. Yeah, Sumi. And... Not Sumiko. Sumiko. Yeah, sorry. That's it. Yeah. So you and... can run five different champions with neutral Taturi and Jorotomo <laughs> yeah, out of that deck. And there's a you... bunch of cards that are like attached to a champion nowadays too, aren't there? No, there's, only one. there's, there's Ofushikai, that's it. Oh, really? Or oh, maybe yeah. it's attached to a unique character that I'm thinking of. Yeah, anyway. I think there's another one. Oh, there might be... Spoiled is, I think, 
Shunsu, the whatever it's called, the Imperial card, the Imperial Sword. Oh, Kunshu. Kunshu, that, yeah. that might be a championy one anyway. Pretty sure that's a Phoenix card. Yeah, <laughs> if that's my deck. prediction. Yeah. <laughs> goes, or, goes, can you imagine if it was like a crab card or something like that? Oh, who knows? It's great though. Recursion never broke games. Two cost attachments with recursion and it does something else. Busted. And the 10,000 10, blade sword, that has recursion too, right? Oh, the 10,000 battle right. sword, yeah, also has recursion. Oh, it's going to get okay. It's gonna get rough. All right, so okay. um, the Crane Civil War is Courtiers, yep. yep. Pack 4 is Courtiers. Uh, pack 5, hey, I, I'm struggling to remember, but something about Katsuki. And Pack 6 is the one that we just kind of saw, so it's about imperial imperialness. So uh, there's the holding that gives you plus one plus one for with imperial stuff and uh shoju is imperial there's others as well there's um there's a little courtier who does i think it was a really random effect i didn't really rate it let me find it real quick because i'm organized uh no can't find it too bad um oh, and there we go i think they were the, oh no you're right uh, there's castigated which is Condition Imperial zero 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 yeah, play during like a political conflict only on a participating character and only if you control an Imperial character. If the attached character is political skill is zero, discard it. That is do not so discard good. if skills dash. Yep. Man, Scorpion is just like assassinating people left, right, and center. I love that uh, mate that card castigated puts such a big timer on not a timer, but like you can just because it's, it just sticks around every turn, and Scorpion got so many dishonor effects like Sinister Soshi and Fiery Madness and mm. all the dishonor effects. And if you run Satori as well, where you can give someone plus three glory with all the dishonor, like it's such a dangerous card to have out on people. It's really, mm. really good. Um, it's also there's, an amazing yeah, and the, card. The coin and the poison. Yep. Yeah, there's yep. actually a lot of stuff that's going It um is another to... card that can be splashed into dragon really well. You know, um the Dragon Shigenja three coster that lets you fish for attachments out of your deck by dumping rings. Swordsmith? Oh no. 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 Yeah. That's the a monk, isn't it? No, nah, it's a Shug. Shinsen? Fire Shigenja. Oh, okay. Um yep. but that card I only recently found out, um, removes play restrictions. Like, they don't apply. Oh. So, Liar's Mask and this one, you wouldn't need an Imperial person to use that. Um, although, you might only be able to attach it to your own people, which you probably wouldn't want to do. But, <laughs> Liar's Mask and um, the Infiltrator both say, you know, only if your dial is higher or only if you're at six or less honor, they don't apply. You just drop them straight on the dude and you can use all those cool abilities. It's really neat. Isn't there, wasn't there a ruling uh, about cards that are attached to people where they no longer met the conditions yes um, but that's that's different that that would be like play <clears throat> only on x type of person versus play only when x is applicable one's like a variant condition one is a person mm -hmm. that can have it like they're two yeah, different okay. things yeah yeah, yeah so enough. like like infiltrator for example if your dial is higher than your opponents then you can play it after that the dial is free to move around it doesn't matter yep yeah okay last one the one that you were looking for the two cost one two steward. yeah with two glory courtier imperial during a conflict in which this character is participating choose a card in your opponent's conflict discard pile 
put that card on the top of its owner's deck. Just in case your your just in case your milling very... is too good. Um, I don't know. Although there is a little well, bit of a if you like investigator, not investigator, sorry, infiltrator. So you mm. can take any card out of your opponent's discard, put it on top, then trigger inv- infiltrator, draw the top card, and use it. So you can see. Oh, that's of, true. You can. Oh, hang on, no, that's that conflict one. deck. This is dynasty deck. No, no, this is conflict. Oh, no. oh sorry, no, yeah. it is conflict um, discard. And oh. also, the illustrious plagiarist is much the same. You always do the top event of your opponent's discard pile. So if there's one card on top or like people often will play a card like on top of that one to get rid of the event they don't want you to use so you can sort of filter a bit back there like it has use it's um, it's very technical right like it's it's very you yeah. you have to like orchestrate this whole series of events it feels like yeah i mean it's a cheap courtier that has the the right keyword so it's got imperial for that kind of a deck and if the condition comes up, it could be useful. I guess that's fine. I mean, two glory, if you manage to get it honoured, it could be a 3-4, which can hit some stuff. That's not bad. Mm. I don't know. But yeah. All right. Should we move on? So it's pack, it's pack six. I, I think like it. I think we have run out of agenda at this point. I oh, really well because we're at like an hour and twelve minutes, so we've we've, we've run the goal already. When are we not at an hour and twelve minutes? It's I th- I'm, I live at an hour and twelve minutes. I'm always there. <laughs> this is, yeah, but no, look, I like it. I um again, we've run out of time, but we'll try and get some guests on soon. We'll go through the guess what stats are applicable for your clan and stuff. It'll be really good. Yeah, it's been good. All right. So, uh, let's let's wrap it up with some shout-outs. Do, is there anybody that you would like to shout-out this week? Uh, shout-out to everyone. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> good. very, no, very inclusive of in you. <laughs> Western Australia, we've got our Elemental Challenge here on the 20th of July, I believe, or the 22nd. Pretty sure it's the 20th. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're all very, very keen for that, and we're going to get stuck in. It's our first decent event um cool yeah it's exciting all right just in time for the end of the sort of second season two of the elemental thing yeah right that's how we do Um, it right at the end yep which is which is fine like just in time you always do things just in time that's the right time to do everything (laughs) so uh so some things some things of note uh coming up at the end or sort of mid of august is the kotai up in sydney uh, but also, maybe not on people's calendars yet, is National Championships. The Grand Championships for Australia is up at 20-something of November, I want to say. That is yeah. it's 20, 23rd. 23rd of May. Okay, uh, sorry, 23rd of November. <laughs> November, yeah. up in <laughs> Up in Brisbane. Uh, so, you know, I think... I think I think I'll probably try and go to that one. Um, they put up some uh, some decent prizes for that, you know, full arts and extended arts of stuff. Yeah. There's no participation, but there's like a whole bunch of top topper clans and top two of each clan and things like that. Yeah. So I'm still trying to muster myself together and see if I can find a way to make it to either one of these. It's hard. It's just the time. You're not coming to the Oh, it's like literally, oh. I'm in Broome, and then I would have to. I get home from Broome because my flight was pre-booked ages ago, right? 
So, which is, sorry, up north in Western Australia, same state, but it's like quite a flight. Mm. Anyway, important event, 60th birthday for my parents, all the rest. We went up there. We've got to fly back and it will be, I will get back to Perth at the airport. I'll land at like between eight and 10 o'clock at night on the Friday. And I would then have to jump on a flight, get myself over to Sydney to then come straight to the Cote and play from eight o'clock in the morning. Like it will be, it will be rough. It will be, it will be hard to do if I can even get the flights, mm-hmm. and I'll be a complete zombie. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think you have you did you come over to Melbourne for an event? Like, did you come for the last Cote? I didn't know. I missed it. No, I okay. didn't. Yeah, really, because we we only sort of just kicked off over here with serious play at that point. Mm, okay. um, it was still building up. I went to a Cote in Old Fiber in Emperor Edition went to the melbourne one that was really good i was over there for that all right well uh i hope i hope that you can somehow manage to swing it maybe there's like a puddle jumper from broom that you can take who knows Um, yeah (laughs) Uh, i want to say that the top four of the discord league is up and i've sort of posted that in the discord league channel the um i think even though a bunch of cards have been released, we're still going to sort of keep the format that has been going for most of the league all the way to the finals at this point. And I'm hoping to stream some of those games, uh, depending on when the players organize. So maybe look out for that. Yeah. I'd love to. I've got real internet now as well. I've got a proper internet connection. It's very exciting. It doesn't just drop out. I have, I have less than 1% packet loss consistently, which is amazing. It's very exciting. People people that are listening to this won't know, but you and me talking right now, it's actually you sound different right now than the, what you normally do. When you came on the call, I thought you were Clint, right? Yeah. Uh, I didn't... I Yeah, for some reason, it just didn't sound like you. And I reckon yeah, that's probably your exact connection. It's clear and it's good. <laughs> but um, no, nah, I'm very keen. Because I, I can't actually watch Twitch, Twitch streams. Because it lags too much. Like, I couldn't see them before. Now you I can, can see yeah, them. You can now, right? Yeah. Yeah, now I can. It's, it's amazing. It's yeah. a whole new world. A whole new world. <laughs> On that <Yep>. note. <laughs> yep. I hope I've inspired some young people out there. Everyone's busting. They're going to be singing Aladdin songs the rest of the day. Do you know, it's 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 like a cultural icon, Aladdin. Don't knock Aladdin. Is it? Which culture? The old one. <laughs> to which culture? <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't know. I feel like any answer to that question is just going to get me in trouble. Can I throw out that you're aware that that entire culture has been ruined for the next generation because now it's Will Smith? Is that is that ruining it though? Like, don't get me wrong, I haven't seen the film, and I have definitely heard that it's pretty terrible. But you know, how I've does that, that it, ruin? I've heard that, that it, ruin my childhood. I've been my told childhood was fine. Yes, but thankfully, you haven't been breeding. So. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully <laughs> thanks buddy yeah no just it's a nightmare no it's all right. no no it's good yeah i could um, i could definitely not stand miniature me's running around yeah all the beards would get in the way <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah yep. all right until next time all right uh yeah talk to you later See you cheers mate. man See ya.